0: I am about to introduce Sarah Palin, whom I knew and whom I interviewed when she ran for vice president in 2008 alongside John McCain, and that's when we got Obama. She was governor of Alaska 2006 to 2009, and she is now on, God bless us, WABC with me. Sarah, I would like to understand, since I'm not very bright, how is it possible you could have lost to a House seat to a lousy Democrat? How did? How could that happen? Well, Alaska is a deep, deep red
1: state, so it's bizarre to a lot of people that with our new ranked choice voting system that we have, it's not head-to-head Republican against Democrat anymore. It's a free-for-all. And... Uh, The votes get split within the Republican Party, and that's how the Democrat, with about um, well less than the majority of the vote, got in there. But she only won the two-month term to fill out the term of our deceased representative Don Young. Um, I'm still in it. We still haven't um, finished all the vote counting, and that won't happen until Thanksgiving because this new ranked choice voting—it's a process of elimination. And Cindy, believe it or not, the candidate is gunning for second and third place votes, not just first place (laughs) votes. It's complicated, but here's the deal. It goes against every competitive bone in my body. I want to win. I'm in it to win it, and I gun for the first place votes. And that's what I think hockey and all these other sports that I'm obsessed with, that's what it, it, it has taught me is how healthy that kind of competition is. This namby-pamby, everybody gets a trophy, rank goes first, second, third, fourth. It it just sucks. It's a terrible voting system.
0: Okay, so you are going to try again. Well, I'm still in it. They haven't counted everything. The news doesn't even know how to cover it because it's too complicated, which <laughs> is
1: the purpose of ranked choice voting. It's pushed by liberals. And it's so complicated to explain that the news just kind of gives up. And back in June, we had our first round of voting. And we had 50 candidates in the race for Congress, and I won that handedly over all 50 candidates. But it wasn't one man, one vote, uh, winner take all. The first, That was just the first step in a process of elimination. So now we're down to everybody's been eliminated except the top four candidates. So they're counting those votes and factoring in who got the most second-place votes, who got the most third-place votes, and some algorithm
0: in the Dominion computer system distributes the votes for you. Ah, Okay, like the rest of the United States at the moment. You were so, so famous like 20 minutes ago. When the world stopped for a few minutes, what happened? Did the phone stop ringing? Because I know what that's like. How does it happen when you get out of the top layer for a minute that is such a good question nobody
1: ever considers that or ask me about that yeah you, fair weather friends all over the place right cindy like you yeah know, when you're hot you're hot and yep. uh, roger ells from fox used to tell me that and he'd say you know with all due respect you're not hot right now meaning you're not on the radar but a few months from now oh well there you're hot again It's it's the weirdest thing but when you're grounded and when you don't live by man's praise you're not going to die by man's criticism or by being ignored i'm cool with all that i know what i get myself into and god created a lot of thick skin around me so i can handle it
0: did you still have friends
1: i had my true friends and that's a pretty tight circle but i had my parents my siblings and my kids and i've always said as long as my kids are healthy and happy well, everything else on the periphery, all those fair weather friends who bell on you until you become hot, a hot commodity again. Anyway, until they come around again, I've got that foundation of love and support from those who matter most. So it was, it was all good. But yeah, definitely, the phone stops ringing for a while, and then, then it rings off the hook again. You know how it goes, Cindy. And you had these decades of life experience. Here's your deal, Cindy. You've had decades of life experience that are So valuable and they like you're doing today, you're putting them to good use those experiences to help others and to prepare
0: others for what happens in this real world. So I'm asking you now that you're back in the news every 20 minutes, is your phone ringing again?
1: My phone is ringing again. It's never really stopped ringing, but I'm much more discerning now when it comes to who's on the other end of the call. Yeah. I recognize fair-weather friends versus truly those who recognize that you have something to offer and it's it's a sincere true friendship between us and a good connection. I'm discerning now and and I don't I don't put up with the fair-weather friends in the bakery
0: Okay, I've been on the Norwegian ship that took me to Alaska once, and it was manned by Indonesians, and I lived in Indonesia, so I stayed in cargo and I ate the Indonesian food with all of them. It was great. That's a great, great, great trip to go on a ship to Alaska.
1: Okay, well, next time you need to get on the road, not just stay on the water on a ship, but it's the (laughs) road system that drives you up north where you see the northern lights and all the wild animals and the beautiful mountains, the highest peak on the North American continent, as a matter of fact. So next time you do it, drive. We basically only have one highway. You drive right through my house. So I'll, I'll come knock on my door and I'll make you some blueberry pie and cook you some halibut.
0: Oh, great. I'll do that. I'll do that even if I don't go on the highway. Just send me the food. What do you do in the months when it's always dark? What does anyone do up in Alaska?
1: Well, um, you know, I've never really noticed that it's light all the time in the summer. And that's awesome. I and mean, we just rock and roll and we go around the clock working outdoors in the summer. Winter, those dark months, my parents always taught me you need to be outside recreating you need to be enjoying what you got otherwise you're going to be miserable in the dark and the cold all those months um it's you know it's not ideal conditions it's not an easy living but it's a good living and um those dark months we make up for it in the summertime
0: would you always live there is there any reason you would want to live in a, you should pardon the expression florida or something
1: <laughs> i'm um figuring out how to have the best of both worlds um and uh, A couple of my daughters live in Texas, one in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, My son is out of the Army, and he lives in Alaska. And my youngest, he'll always be with me. My youngest has Down syndrome, so he'll always be with me in Alaska. I can, other people figure out how to keep on traveling to see their loved ones and for job opportunities and still have their home base in their hometown, which is what I'm doing.
0: Can can you explain to me what, is happening with glaciers are we are we suffering with what is going to happen if they're melting are they melting how do you handle what's happening there um, glaciers have receded and they've grown and they melt
1: corners and they flow for eons and eons and eons since God created glaciers so uh, those who are in a panic about uh, one or, a glacier or two that's, that's probably well-known and is receding, they need to not just use that as some fundraising tool. They need to study the science and the geography and the geology and understand that glaciers have been moving around for decades. How do how do people think that, like up in Alaska, we have our valleys and we have um, these carved areas through mountains. Those were glaciers years ago and they receded. So, um, And here's another thing. Anybody who would blame, say, glaciers receding in some unknown, God-forsaken corner of the Arctic, uh, blaming that on, say, us who drive trucks well. Yeah. um, They have been receding and growing, Cindy, since... And and man has not even stepped foot in the area that they're talking about right now. It's it's that remote and, um, yeah, a lot of that... Global warming stuff is uh, fundraising tools is what they're using.
0: Then you're telling me that it's not climate problems that you're telling me this has always happened back in 1492 and back in the Stone Age? Well, A, it's not a problem anyway, but B, it it has
1: since the beginning of time. We've had glaciers recede and grow and carve through mountain ranges, our valleys and um. I fossil hunt with my dad, which maybe that's a uniquely Alaskan chick thing to do. But we go up in mountains in Alaska and we look for fossils. We find them, Cindy. We find sea life way up high in the mountains of Alaska in fossils. It's, it's awesome. It's amazing. I mean, it's like you can see God's hand in it. And uh, that tells me, and my dad's a scientist, so he tells me that this earth has been moving and shaking and um, revolving and changing since the beginning of time. It's not just some newfangled um, phenomenon that, that the weather changes, that the climate changes. It's happened since the beginning, and it's going to keep happening no matter what man's little footprint does to it.
0: You know, that's very heartening to hear that. I always thought that this was a crisis and we were all going to drown in 20 minutes. I didn't realize (laughs) what you're saying. Why don't you say, are you saying this everywhere? Is this the first time I am hearing this because I'm I'm stupid? Uh, You're asking these questions because
1: you're smart. You are common sense um, Joe Sixpack. That's what you are, and that's, that's good. No, the average person knows that, but who has the microphone? Who buys ink by the barrel full? It's the liberal radicals who use, say, global warming as a fundraiser for their for all of it. Oh, somebody's um, interrupting me, Cindy, as I'm speaking. Hey, I'm, I'm voicing my opinion. Yeah,
0: I don't need Okay, you can you can move. It's not a public space. It's private. Okay, I'll lower my voice. Oh, tell well, him to move. go screw himself. Pardon the expression. I just Thank mumbled you. it as he walked off. Too bad about him. I don't know who he is. He's probably a Democrat. Go, go. Keep yep. talking to me. I love talking to you.
1: What? But um, anyway, the, you know the, the earth recovers and the earth um, is always going to move and shake. It's always going to. Uh, revolve and evolve and uh, change according to its creator, what the intention is.
0: Okay. Now, about that famous dumb line about, you can see Russia from your window. Did you say it? What is that story? No, Tina Fey said it, and she got famous, very, very much more famous
1: for saying it. And she, um, I always said, Tina. You need to at least pay for my kids' braces after you scoring on a, the comment that you made there. But, no, you can see Alaska from Russia. You can. Tina Fey said that line, but you, you can. You can swim between the two. 1985, a strong woman, uh, Lynn Cox,
0: she swam between the two to prove it. What is happening in your state as opposed to what is happening in our places about drugs? Is it as prevalent in your state?
1: It is per capita. It is. And it's bad. And uh, drugs are coming over the border because we have an open border. It's all more reason to close the border. We're all a border state at this point. That's why we need to be aware of what's going on and fix it.
0: What do you think about Donald Trump in 2024? Do you think he will win? Do you think he will run? Do you think anything about it?
1: i do think a lot about it i think he should run i think he could run and i think he will run and i will be there supporting him he's the only one who had the guts early on to take on lame stream media and crooked hillary and the corruption in dc nobody owns him he i was like the first conservative to come out and endorse him and i lost a lot of conservative friends over it but i was proven to be right because he. The policies that he enacted for our country were the right policies. It's a shame Biden has undone so many of them. I will support President Trump coming back.
0: Listen, I support what you are saying. I love you. I know you have to make a plane, and I'm aggravated because I'd like to talk to you for the next 40 minutes. Uh, You're going on a plane now as we speak? I am. I'm headed to hockey events because I love hockey. Oh, please, please leave me alone with hockey. What is the best time of year to visit Alaska? I'm going to keep talking to you until the propellers get me. What is the best time of the year to visit Alaska?
1: June and July, when it's light all the time and it's relatively warm, our average warm temperature is 68 degrees, so that's pleasant. What do
0: you mean you don't want to talk about hockey? Are you kidding me? What what more? What's more important than hockey? Well, how about almost any other thing? There are lots of other things. There's the fact that I'm my hair is getting thinner. There's the fact that I'm getting older. There's the fact that I might be getting poorer. Those things are a little more interesting to me than hockey. What the hell do you care about hockey for? Okay, well, Cindy, welcome to my world.
1: All those uh, <laughs> symptoms or all those uh, whatever you're talking about—that—that's me too. Why do I love hockey? I'll tell you why I
0: love hockey. Yeah, tell me. Why do I care? Yeah, tell me.
1: Because grown men play hockey. That's what I like. They're tough. They, They love healthy competition. They're not afraid to lace up the skates and take off the gloves and duke it out and winner take all. I love it.
0: You could go with a boxer and get the same stuff. You could go okay, with a I baseball player and get the same thing. What is it with hockey? Who the hell cares about a hockey player? Why? It must. Okay, it must be their hair then. You haven't heard of hockey hair? You haven't heard of that mullet? I don't know. Maybe that's
1: the redneck Alaska in me, but I find it very attractive.
0: <laughs> could and it I be that, that you might, could it be, could it be, Miss Palin, that you might be dating a professional athlete at the moment? Well, um, by the
1: grace of God, I um, am very good friends with a very good athlete who understands that healthy competition and is a grown man, and I like that.
0: Uh, I think maybe you might have a little more interest in hockey than most people okay is there anything you want to tell us before you run to make the plane you can say anything you like I love you say anything you want okay hey I love you too and I love all your experience in life and how
1: you help other people by putting that experience to good use and I've been reading you for years and years and I've always been scared to death to talk to you because oh my gosh you are powerful with that pen
0: Cindy so crossing my fingers you're more powerful than I nobody asked me to be vice president they miss me. <laughs> they... <laughs> okay. they skipped over you. Well, thank go, you then. For go make your airplane and we'll talk afterwards, okay? I love you. And thank, thank you, thank you too, for coming on, you. Sarah. You love you, love you, love you. Thank you, bye. Bye. bye.